Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. LMFM Podcasts, brought to you with Carrickman Cross Credit Union, where a student loan can help you finance your further education. Call to Carrickman Cross Credit Union, O'Neill Street, or CarrickmanCrossCU.ie. There's a condition in Ireland that an estimated 36,500 people are living with, but they actually remain undiagnosed. And a further 7,300 children have the condition, but are also undiagnosed. It's a chronic autoimmune disease which impacts on growth and development in children, as well as impacting on their concentration at school and their energy levels in different areas of their lives. It is celiac disease. And this week marks Celiac Awareness Week. And the Celiac Society of Ireland have enlisted its army of 3,600 members for sponsorship sponsored walks to raise awareness of the issue and we're going to shine a light on the condition on the programme now because Jill Brennan CEO of Celiac Society of Ireland joins me How are you doing Jill? I'm Grant Sinead and yourself? I'm not too bad not too bad Now before we discuss these kind of worrying statistics to be honest with you can you tell me what is a celiac disease and how does it manifest in people because I know it can manifest in a lot of different ways can't it? It can Um, I suppose First of all, it's very important to stress that celiac disease is an autoimmune disorder. It is uh, basically where the gut and the body attacks itself when you ingest gluten. And what it does, it does, it damages your intestine. And we've been heard over several years now that your intestine, your small intestine, and your inte- you, it, you're like your second brain. They, they control so much of your body and 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 in, key, in keeping with your wellness and your well-being. So what it does is it, it attacks your gut and what it does, uh, the symptoms come out as being things like bloating, cramping, diarrhea, constipation, lethargy, uh, can't concentrate. Uh, in some instances, it actually can lead to actually being stumbling and, and not finding your words like I'm not being able to do this morning. But um, We um, forgive you, don't worry. I know exactly what that feels, <laughs> I guess. It's like they all want to come out at the same time, but they can't. <laughs> Um, but really what it is, it, it can manifest itself across a wide range of what you would consider common issues that if you ate something, you kind of, I don't feel so well. I actually feel like I have a bit of a migraine. Oh, I feel very bloated and sluggish. Really, they are common symptoms of celiac disease. And what we're asking people to do is if you find you're getting these in a very regular um instances and very regular occasions maybe you should go and look at our screening tool is it celiacdisease.ie which is part of the celiac society's website so go on to actually type in is it celiacdisease.ie and you can go through a screening session there and that'll actually tell you whether or not you need to go to your gp then to see about getting a blood test to test get your blood tested to see if it has these antibodies in it or high elevations of these antibodies called in shorthand TTGs because I can't say the long word (laughs) but 
that then the GP will know from that whether or not you need to go then to have a scope to determine whether or not you have celiac disease. And one of the key messages I really want to get out about this as well, Sinead, is that it's not the end of the road and it's not the end of life as we know it. It's actually a change in how you look after yourself. And in fact, it can be a very healthy way of looking after yourself. Because if you think about it, every fruit, every vegetable and every cut of meat that is not processed is gluten free. So all the good things you should be getting into your system are now going into your system instead. Yeah, and for me, it was actually, as well as a lot of those symptoms that you're saying with the stomach and everything, mine actually manifested in a really unusual rash that came out of nowhere. The skin condition, uh, (laughs) (laughs) hepatodermis dermatitis. And um, yes, sometimes children can develop this rash and parents are kind of going, that has come out of nowhere. Or I, as an adult, have developed that this rash that has come out of nowhere. Again, go to the GP. If they can't pin it down and it's not going away with cortisone creams or or anti-inflammatory creams, get them to do the test. It's a simple blood test. You get bloods drawn every year to check on cholesterol, to check on your iron levels, to check on your vitamin nutrient levels. Just get them to tick the box for TTGs, for celiac disease and find out what's going on. Because like that, like in your case, Sinead, it may not necessarily be a combination of all the common symptoms that you would see, but maybe something as simple as losing the enamel off your teeth. Mm. We're finding now that an awful lot of dentists are actually recommending patients who present with enamel deficiency on their teeth and saying, you need to go to the GP and get tested for celiac disease. And dare I say it, in some instances, the dentists are more on the ball than sometimes some of the GPs. When you see this is it, it's still an awful lot of people don't know a huge amount about it. This is why we're doing this. And this is a key thing to kind of bring awareness to as well. People can be diagnosed at different stages of their life. I wouldn't have had a huge amount of issues before my pregnancy. After the birth of my son, miraculously, for by some reason, this rash appeared. But it is something that is with you for life. It does not go away. Absolutely. And again, that's one of the things we, we, we try to stress with, with this disease is that it's in your genes. It's with you for life. You don't grow out of it. You grow with it. Um, and it's interesting that you mentioned this came up after you, after you got pregnant with your son and you, you had your son because actually in teenagers, if you have celiac, it can actually delay the onset of puberty, which then can actually delay and in some instances cause infertility in an awful lot of women. So that is a huge issue that we're also, we've also been trying to raise awareness about as well is the fact that if you can't get pregnant and you're expecting to get pregnant, Get tested Mm. because it's very likely that you may have celiac disease. And once you go on the gluten free diet, everything changes. A lot of people have even said for children in particular, because they react quite quickly uh, to being put on a gluten free diet. It's like night and day. For Mm. parents, it's like night and day. And I know for some of our members as well, going on the gluten free diet, once they've been diagnosed within six to eight weeks, they start to feel so much better. Oh yeah, energy levels are up. Their skin is looking better. They find that they have more more time in their head to do stuff. They're not as foggy. They're not as fuzzy. They're not tripping over their words like I was earlier on. Um, <laughs> and you know they just find that they don't have the bloating anymore. They're fitting back into trousers that they thought they were never going to fit back into. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really interesting because it would seem to me that we're finding that there are actually higher instances now of celiac disease being being diagnosed here. Although the diagnosis rate is still very low, there is an estimate that per head of population, Ireland and Finland actually have the largest per capita instances of celiac disease in Europe than any other European country. So what we would suggest is don't go out there and be in pain and agony and discomfort on a day-to-day basis. 
seriously get tested because it's the easiest way and if you're afraid of going to the doctor first and you think maybe you're, you're, you, you might dismiss you go on to the website yeah. visit celiacdisease.ie and go through the screening. Now let's just focus on children for a little bit because you mentioned a couple of different things um, just in terms of you know the, the stumbling around the clumsiness that kind of thing yeah. we would have noticed that in our daughter also not flourishing I would say not hitting growth markers yeah. not developing the way she, they, she should be that kind of thing this is all contributing to celiac disease as well but this uh, figure of 7,300 children that are potentially undiagnosed yeah. at the moment why is this is it just again down to lack of knowledge? To be honest with you, what we have found and in several studies across the UK and the US in relation to this have found that there are higher, sorry, lower instances of diagnosis amongst a lower socioeconomic demographic. So in other words, people who are from lower income families um, who may not have regular access to a GP or regular access to knowledge or awareness around, uh, around their health benefits and what they should be doing to keep themselves healthy, they just don't know about it or they're not aware of it. Um, and it's not something that would be on the GP radar. A lot of GPs who would be operating in areas of lower socioeconomic um, income or demographics, they would actually have very busy practices. And it's more a case of making sure you're sorting the well from the not so well from the, from, from, from the unhealthy and that you're just doing an awful lot of triage in some instances. Now, that is not to take away from the great work the GPs do across the country. But sometimes GP practices are so busy mm. that it's not top of the agenda. And that is something we want to try and do to work with the ICGP, which is the uh, organisation uh, that works with the GPs to help them inform them and keep them up to date. We're working with them in relation to producing adult guidelines for celiac disease and paediatric guidelines for celiac disease. And we've also just started uh, a conversation with um, a company that provide GP software across the country, whereby we're going to see if we can get an add-in put into that software, which basically says, if a patient is presenting with common symptoms of celiac disease, get it tested. It's the box that will pop up and say, tick the box to get the bloods done for this. And I have to say, if it wasn't for our GP, we would have, uh, myself and my daughter would have went probably undetected for, for ages. Now, you know, it's very important as well. You mentioned, you know, infertility. That was just one sort of long term effect. If you ignore these symptoms, if you just say, I had a bit of white bread, I'm a bit bloated. It's just, you know, maybe my time of the month or, you know, women particularly will feel a bit more bloated for different things. Do not ignore these things. Isn't no. that the message? No, absolutely not. The damage that is being done to your gut if you ignore the symptoms of celiac disease are very, very serious because what you're doing is you're you're causing your system not to be able to absorb nutrients and vitamins which are highly important to our ongoing growth and development, not just in children but also in adults. So, for example, what we've discovered is and what has been through mountains of research is that if you ignore celiac disease you become deficient in calcium and vitamin D which are absolutely crucial for bone density and bone strength and as women as we get older this is something we have to keep an eye on anyway and if you are showing the symptoms of celiac disease you are at higher risk of osteoporosis and brittle bone disease the older you get so that is really important and it's interesting I was just watching an, uh, a programme on RTE last night sorry rival station <laughs> don't, don't worry don't but worry. it was on the telly not the radio <laughs> um, but it was interesting. Dr. Ava or- Orsmond was on mm. and she was talking to um, a team in James's, in James's Hospital in Dublin, who are who say that 
falls in elderly people and broken hips in elderly people put huge pressure on not just the health system but also on the health budgets and the reason that people break bones in old age is because they have brittle bones and brittle bone diseases and osteoporosis so it's really about ensuring that we make sure that we have good bone structure going through our teenage years our young adult years our adult years and into old age as well the other thing that we would be saying as well is that if you are find that you're deficient in an, in iron it may be due to, to celiac disease as well because that actually means that you are not able to absorb the iron in foods and means that you will be at more at risk for things like anemia mm. and in some cases lymphoma and so we want to try and assure you that tell you that it's not scary once you get your diagnosis the yeah. celiac society is here to support you we have dietitians we have people on our uh, in our team who can help you with what you need to know in relation to what you need to eat and what supplements you need to take as well it's really important bones uh, and uh, iron are one of the the two key things and of course then you're making sure that you get your folic acid if you want to if you're thinking about children and you have celiac disease as well um, and of course the simplest ex- thing of all is exercise mm. very important to exercise which is why we're walking around Ireland twice for the undiagnosed children Yeah and I'm going to ask you that now in one second because I have a question if you don't mind just no. coming in uh, she just said can you ask a question I don't seem to be feeling any more energy still seem to be having a- infection after infection and I was just listening there as well about weight my weight does not seem to be going down I was diagnosed celiac in February this year well I suppose the first thing is are you absolutely being strict with the diet isn't it yeah Yeah. Um, and you'd be surprised some different like it takes a while to wrap your head around the diet plan and everything you know I mean things like uh, stock cubes I hadn't a clue that there was gluten in you know that kind of stuff so there could be like hidden gluten maybe that you're not well I would say to that listener is first of all are you a member of the celiac society if not call the team Mm. Uh, it's 0187 or 8711471 and um, what I would say to you as well is get our food list our food list is the the go-to the Bible, Bible. Yeah. the Bible yeah. for, for <laughs> celiacs in this country in that it lists every single type of food that you need to know and has been certified as being gluten-free and safe for celiacs. Now, the other thing I would say to you is that if you feel you are following a strict gluten-free diet, are you actually following a strict gluten-free environment? Because mm. if you're the only celiac in the, in the house, it's really important that you have your own press for your, celi- for your gluten-free foods. You have your own preparation area in the kitchen, your own toaster, your own... Uh, uh, trays for the oven cross contamination is highly likely in this case as well even though you may feel you're being as strict as strict as possible with the foods that you're ingesting it's really important to know that the prep area and even at work it's really important to know about the prep area I'm sure Sinead you had a, a, to, to do all of those changes when you were diagnosed yourself yeah for here you know the the toaster inside that kind of thing out of the question you know just sort of have to be mindful of all that kind of thing also getting another message it's really important at this time of the year as well and you're absolutely right do you also know that Holy Communion is not gluten free it's not you can get it all yes. right if you ask so if you have a child that is celiac you can ask your school or your, your church to, to supply you with the, the gluten free option on the on the day now just we want to get to the walks because there's walks taking place highlighting the fact that there are so many children that remain undiagnosed tell us about this and where they're happening Okay well when we, when we discovered that it was a little over 7,300 children who were undiagnosed with celiac disease in, in Ireland we thought what could we possibly do and then we thought it would be great if we could do some fundraising through through a walk and then I had the idea I said how, how long is it to walk around the circumference of Ireland and then we discovered that actually if we walked around Ireland twice that we would actually be able to walk 
raise money that way because we would walk one kilometre for every one undiagnosed child in the country. It's now a I'm it's a lot. I'm trying my best to get out and walk, but as I've been doing so many pieces of PR and awareness over the last two weeks that I, I have to say I'm falling behind. But having said that, I will get out because the vitamin D is great today for mm. the sunshine, for the bones and for the vitamins. But um, the walks are taking place all over the country. We've gotten great feedback in relation to this. I know people are walking from Donegal, Galway, Cork, Clare, Waterford, Wexford in the middle and of course in Dublin, Louth and, and Monaghan as well and Meath. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to walk around the country um, and basically then the highlight of this week as well is that we're actually going to have our very first and we hope gone going National Gluten-Free Day and that's taking place on Thursday the 16th of May and that's actually sponsored by Promise Gluten-Free who are probably one of the best breads out there at the one moment. Of, if you are one celiac of and you breads. haven't tasted it is actually quite good so fair play to them. What would you like people if they could take one message about celiac disease uh, this awareness week what would you like them to take away from this? That they should treat it as, as the serious chronic illness that it is. It's not a fad. It's not somebody just deciding that they want to go gluten-free for dietary reasons. They're actually going gluten-free for medical reasons. And the only time you should be on a gluten-free diet is if you have been diagnosed as need, needing to be so for medical reasons. So if, it, if somebody within your friends, your peer group or your family says that they are celiac, it needs to be treated seriously because we do have instances of where people have been so badly glutened that they end up in A&E and end up in hospital for long periods of time because of the damage and the seriousness of this disease. It's not a killer, but by God, is it bloody well uncomfortable and is it hard and sore and difficult when you do have it because there's nothing worse than being stuck in bed for a week, if not two weeks, with cramps. And if you have a child who is like that, you're looking at things like them being out of school, not thriving in school. And not only that, then the pressure that puts on you as a parent to take time off to look after your sick child is not is not uh, ideal either. So what we would ask people to do is see this as the chronic lifelong illness that it is, but at the same time that people who are living with celiac disease know that the support is there through the Celiac Society. Absolutely and celiac.ie for more information. Jill Brennan thank you so much for joining us on 11 to 1 today for that comprehensive look into celiac disease. Thanks a million Sinead. LMFM Podcasts brought to you with Cartmac Cross Credit Union where a student loan can help you finance your further education. Call to Cartmac Cross Credit Union O'Neill Street or cartmacrosscu.ie Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 